How can we grow thriving, creative businesses without constantly hustling, sacrificing our mind, body, and creativity, or living a life where the fear of where the next client or customer will come from keeps us up at night or disconnected from our family, friends, and passions? This show is going to answer those questions. My name is Naftali Roberts, and I specialize in helping true creatives like yourself grow simple, strategic, and thriving creative businesses. Thank you so much for joining us today. Let's jump on in. A few weeks ago, I was part of a lively debate in a Facebook group I'm a member of it. I'll tell you right now, it wasn't our dear on-purpose creative community, but I have no doubt that there are members of our community that fall on either side of this debate. The debate, which got a little heated, it's about money, so that triggers fear, which triggers snippy and anger in a lot of us. So obviously, it had a lot of potential to flare up, and flare it did. The question, which at face value, I didn't really, when I read the question, think, oh, people are going to get snippy or angry or start kind of getting rude. The question is, is it possible to set a budget when you have a variable income? I know for many of you, whether you are running your own business or you're living the freelance life, It's a question that you find yourself asking. At face value, if you haven't been doing this for a long time, or maybe your business or freelance life looks a little different than is average, some of you might be asking why this is a debate. People need budgets, right? But as someone who has lived this debate and this question and lived the places of fear and shame and questions that come flooding in all around this topic for the last eight-ish years. I get it. It's a debate my husband and I have had from the moment we got married in 2011. You see, I entered our marriage excited but naive to the real life of a creative entrepreneur. He, for those of you who don't know, has a freelance career in Hollywood and did at that time he was doing more producing and now is a freelance art director and production designer and doer of many creative things. But when we got married, I kind of knew what that meant. I knew from our dating life, but I wasn't really aware of what that meant. By the time I opened my business a few years later, I had a better understanding of that question in terms of, is it possible to set a budget when you have a variable income? But really what I understood was that the question is not as cut and dry as it may seem at first. I remember as I lay in bed one night and I was trying to get everything set up, I like to have my ducks in a row before I start going down the path, good, bad, or the other way. That's just the way I'm put together. And I remember Googling, how do you set a budget if you don't know how much you're going to make? I'm curious, have you guys ever found yourself wondering the same thing? I've talked to enough of 
with you that I know that it is a question that goes through your mind, whether you found an answer or not. It's a question you've had and probably in different parts of your journey will continue to have. Whether you own a creative business or a freelancer going gig to gig, it really is just an ever present question. So today we're going to explore how to create a budget if you don't know how much you're going to make. And then two, we're going to jump into how to shift your mindset around money so you don't anchor kind of that boat out of fear, but also how to not drive your metaphorical boat into a pointless storm because we've all seen that storm and we thought maybe I should go out there. And so I want to look at both sides of that coin. So question one, how do you set a budget if you don't know how much you're going to make? So I'm going to encourage you to pull out a piece of paper and you're not going to be able to get all these numbers just while you're listening to this episode, but start to take notes. We have all of these points listed out in the show notes as well, but I want you to, in the next week or so, so maybe pull out that calendar, schedule this out. I want you to be able to look at these different subcategories. So you can really figure out how do you set a budget? Because budgets, I think for many of us, we maybe come into business, come into freelancing, believing that a budget is, I know at the beginning of the year, let's use me right out of grad school. Um, When I went to grad school to be a therapist, I got out of grad school. I started my first job. And I think if memory serves me, which it's been a bit of years. I think I was making like $43,000 a year when I first got out of school, which in Southern California, not a lot of money doesn't go that far, but it was a job and it was a steady job and it worked. So I entered business and also being married to my husband with this idea, like you get a number and then you figure out how much after taxes and any retirement that you're doing, how much you have every paycheck. And then you take that amount and you look at your expenses. You look at how much your living costs and that's a fixed cost. And then you look at maybe student loan debt. And then from there you have freedom. And so that you can really set this imaginary budget ahead of time. And if you're really good, you can do that. But what ends up happening for many of us who are creatives or doing the freelance gig, it just doesn't necessarily look that way. You don't know how much you're going to make. You don't know, well, maybe in January you'll bring in this much and then maybe that in February there won't be any income at all. And so mentally what can happen is a couple different things. And I want you to kind of ask yourself, where do you fall in this spectrum in terms of your relationship with money and your relationship with budgeting as a creative business owner or a freelancer? Do you 
fall into the place where you live in a really scarcity place. So you're always scared. You always think you're about on the brink of disaster, but you're not really sure because you don't really want to look at the numbers. So you just kind of like hold on to everything. You're scared to invest anything, but also at the same time, maybe you're not making the best money decision because here's the fact of the matter and how our brain works. If we don't know the actual numbers that we're working off of, we tend to go to this fight, flight, freeze response that you've heard of before. It's that powerful place in our brain, the amygdala. And so we end up doing this like, well, like, try to save money in these like really tiny spots and maybe we'll send save five dollars here or five dollars there but we don't really have a plan for it and then we end up getting so it's almost like the scarcity whiplash thing so then we like spend like a crap load of money on something that maybe we don't need but we're just so tired of like not having a lot that we just run out and spend a lot of money maybe that's you or maybe the other places is that you do kind of know moment by moment exactly how much money you have, but you aren't necessarily making any sort of projections and corresponding steps that take you towards growth. It grows your income, it grows your time, it grows your money, all the things that we've talked about in terms of being a thriving creative. So which of those two spaces are you in? Now, I want you just to acknowledge it, and then I want you to ask yourself this question. Because if you want to create a budget when you don't know exactly how much you're going to make, which is true, it is true of for sure if you run a business and for sure if you're a freelancer, but let me let you in on a mental secret that I didn't realize for a long time, and when I finally held on to it. It gave me and my husband and our family so much freedom. No matter whether you have a traditional nine to five or you have a freelance life or you own your own business, no one can know for sure what they're going to make next month. No one knows for sure that their business that they work for won't go out of business. Maybe there will be something that will happen that will put them out of business. There was a local business lately, recently, that we saw um, have to make the decision whether they kept their doors open or not because they have had an emergency happen. We've had that decision within our family. We decided to keep it open, but there was a hot second that we weren't. And so this belief that, oh, those people with nine to fives or those people in corporate world or those people that work for this, they know. No, they don't. None of us know for certain. And so having a budget doesn't always depend on certainty. In all actuality, it doesn't. Creating a budget really is based around knowing these two main categories. So here are the categories. First, you have to know what your fixed costs are. So people do this differently. You might want to look at your fixed personal costs as well as your fixed 
business expenses. Some people like to do those on two separate pieces of paper or Excel documents or Google Sheets, whatever it is that you like to track on. And if you aren't tracking anything, please start. It really does help. It doesn't have to be all the time. I avoid doing my bookkeeping. It's something that for 2020 is a goal of mine. Um, And actually, I am working really hard right now to connect with a bookkeeper that specializes in working with creatives and artists. And so I'm going to hopefully here in the next couple of months have them on this show so we can really look at setting up our books in a way that aligns with this idea of like, how do you know what your fixed costs are? And then how do you know what the second category is? So stay tuned to that. But for the right now, I want you to go in and create a list of those fixed costs. You have to know what they are. It might scare you. It may feel overwhelming. I know my husband and I literally at the time of this recording just did this the other day and it was enlightening because there were bills that are fixed that one of us knew about, but then the other one didn't and vice versa. We both had bills like that. And so to have this document that we go back in and we update again and go, okay, well, this is our baseline cost to live here in Southern California in the manner in which we want to live. And they're all choices. Nothing has happened to us. We don't make, we don't believe in our family that life just happens. We believe we have choices and you know, him and I choose specific things. Like we live in a specific school district because we want our kids to go to that school district. There are costs associated with that, but we've weighed those out and we don't feel like we're subjected to our choices. We believe we've made our choices, but we have to know what those choices are. And so knowing your fixed costs are highly important in terms of creating a budget when you don't know, because your fixed costs are fixed costs. So No matter how much you make that month, they're there. So we need to acknowledge them. The second is really making honest and real. I'm saying this again, honest and real educated projections in terms of variable costs as well as income. So you've listed out all of your fixed costs, and then I want you to go through and you're going to list out all of your variable costs. Now, variable costs can be anywhere from those bills that you do have every month, but that they vary month to month, maybe your gas and electric bill varies month to month. I know some people like it's really, really close. And if your bill is like within a couple dollars of each other, every time you do it, then you can record where you want to record. But some ideas might be your electricity, your water supplies. So this could be makeup or cleaning supplies. Your grocery bill would be variable. It's different every month. Now you might have a range, but I think it's just important to kind of know okay, like about how much do we spend and then how do we track that so we make sure that we're aware? What do we spend and in other spaces? Are we putting away money in a 
buffer or do we have a Christmas or gift fund that we're saving for next year? So what is that actual money that we are doing every single month? But then also, this is where this is the fun part. And I know for a lot of people, this is the part where anxiety starts to rise because they're like, how do I know? Especially if I don't have a huge, long history of how much I've been making, how do I know? Okay, well, this is where that goal setting and that purpose setting happens. This is where a lot of creatives come and do a creative intensive with me because they're like, I don't know what is realistic. I won't, don't want to live in fear, but I also don't want to be unwise. So this is where it starts to look at like, okay, so let's say you do illustration and you know that realistically you can, in terms of when we look at those three pillars, so when you're looking at how much income you might bring in, and this is where that mindset shift might need to start happening. You have to start looking at your income in light of your priorities and your processes and your consistency and really looking at how does that play out? What realistically can you be making every month? So look at Let's say you've been working and you only had a business for a month. Then you only have a month of data, but you know, okay, if I have one illustration client a month, this is how much I make because this is how much I charge. Now, if you're like, I don't know how much I charge and don't I just have to take whatever's offered to me? No, no, no. Go back and look at the episode just a few weeks ago or maybe last week, I don't have the calendar in front of me, all about pricing. And in that, I really dive into how do you set your prices? And I give a link. And if you don't want to go back, just go to naftaliroberts.com forward slash pricing. Link will be in the show notes. And in that, you have a whole free training on pricing and How do you set your prices? Because you need to know how you're setting your prices if you're going to be projecting your income. You need to know realistically, okay, I only have this many hours a week, which means that at the top of my game, at this current price point, our prices can always rise over time, but we need to look realistically at what our prices are now. This is how much I can make. And okay, I know that I can grow slowly. So I know that maybe I can get an additional one or two clients a month because I have a strategy for that. I know how my clients come to me. And if you're listening to this and you're like, I know none of those things, one, welcome. I'm so glad that you are here. I am truly glad that you are here because we've all been where you're at. Keep listening come hang out in the On Purpose Creatives community and come get on a free call with me. Let's talk about how you know all of those things. Don't swirl around in your questions. Get on the call. But two, once you start to have the answers to that, let's make realistic projections. Let's say, okay, if I'm starting at 
$3,000 a month or $2,000 a month or $10,000 a month right now from the business that you're doing or from your freelance life. But you also know that you make that per month, but then there are three months out of the year because whatever you do just kind of shuts down during that time. Maybe you don't see a lot of business. Maybe you hear from colleagues that you don't get, a, most people don't get a lot of business in this month. So this is, this is how you make a projection. One, you look at what you're making now. Two, you look at the strategy you have in place and what you're going to, going towards. And then you make some really honest projections about how much you can make in quarter one and quarter two and quarter three and giving yourself the opportunity to grow, but also not saying I'm going to make a billion dollars next quarter. Because unless you just stumble on some solution to something that everyone in the world needs, growth happens over time. So look at your numbers and give yourself a little growth each month. And then write that down. It's not woohoo to say, this is my projections. These are my educated guess how much I will make each quarter. And take into account those low seasons. So in my therapy business, something that has worked so well for me is that when I make my yearly projections of income, I know about how many clients I see. I know how much I make per client. Now there's a variable rate in that, but I take the average and I then write my entire yearly income projections, which then I break down and look at my budget based on those, I base those on a 45-week year. Now, 52 weeks in a year, I don't, generally speaking, take seven weeks off. But life happens. I have a profession that is impacted some by other people's seasons, like summer vacations and other things that I don't have any control over. And I've never wanted to be anxious about that. And so I base my projections on a 45 week year. It's played out really nice. I usually take off somewhere consistently. I take off about four full weeks from that job a year. The goal is to actually get up to more but then I am a mom of three. And so I have days that I have to cancel people because of school. I don't have to. I don't believe any of us have to do anything. I choose to take some time off. See, we got to catch our language there, folks. Even me who tries to practice this still falls into has to language. And let's get rid of that side. Anyways, so how are you going to plan out your year? What does your industry look like? Jump into the Facebook community if you're like, I have no idea how to make a projection for my specific industry, and let's talk it out. That's what the community is there for. Okay, so you've listed out your fixed expenses. You've made your educated projections in terms of those variable expenses. Um, If you track your income, and expenses, you'll start to see like, oh, my projections are high or low and you can tweak 
and you'll have to tweak a little less every year. But if you're in the first two to three, four years of your business, expect that once a quarter you're tweaking these numbers a little bit because it's an art. It's not a science. But then what is this question number two? We talked about how to shift your mindset around money so you don't really get stuck in fear, but also how to not make really unwise business decisions. So what is this place a lot of us get stuck? Where a lot of us get stuck is that we start to believe that money has a bigger meaning than just the way in which we pay for things and get paid. We give it meaning that it doesn't hold. Money is just money, y'all. It does not define us. It does not determine our success or how much thriving we are able to obtain. Money is important and we can value it, but money is just money, y'all. And I know that in order to really, really know how to create a budget when you don't know how much money you're going to make, I know besides those really strategic things of knowing your fixed cost and your variable costs and knowing how to make projections in terms of your income, I know that the other and possibly more important thing is that we have to figure out how to catch ourselves when we're letting money mean more than money. So this is what I want you to do. I want you to pick how you're going to shift your money mindset today because we're not going to have the ability to create this budget if we or you or I or any of us is letting money mean more than money. So what are some ways we can shift our mindset around this? One, we have to pick what that thought is. Maybe for you, your thought might be, is I know how to make money. I know last year, my income in one part of my business really tanked, I'll be honest, because I started to tell myself I didn't know how to make money. Side note, I was making money consistently before that with ease, but somebody got in my head. I let them, I gave them that power. And then my income was impacted by me giving away my mental power. So I had to really practice every day. And honestly, I still have to do this some because that voice was strong and it let it up in deep. The thought is I do know how to make money. Now, I'm not God. I'm not the universe. Whatever your belief system is, I believe in God. But I do know how to set strategy, how to implement it, and how to grow a business. I help other people do that, and I know how to do it for myself. So I have to tell myself I know how to make money, and money is just money. Maybe your mindset shift is my number of sales or likes today does not define my success. You know what that thought that needs to shift is. So pick it. Next, find a way to practice it. It takes almost 70 days for us to create a new neural pathway to believe these new things. So our brains do not naturally look for evidence of good things. So we need to practice the thought and look for evidence. 
My favorite way of doing this is because I am an auditory learner. And so I learn by hearing is I make a recording and then I put timers on my phone that is just me listening to myself, saying to myself, my new thought. So for that period where I needed to believe that I knew how to make money and remember to look for the evidence of that, instead of looking for the evidence that I didn't know, I had a recording on my phone. I had an alarm and it went off three times a day. And I just listened to myself say, Naftali, you know how to make money. And your number of sales or likes or consult calls does not define how successful you are within your business. So what is that phrase that you need to believe that will allow you to know that money is just money? And then it will allow you to, without shame, without fear, without guilt, without all the places we go when we start talking about creating a budget, especially when we have a variable income. So the takeaways are this. I want you to go through, if you don't already know this, know what your fixed costs are, know what your variable costs are, know how to plan and plan for months where things are slower, but also how to project and evaluate those projections so that you are accurately making decisions within your life and your business based on actual numbers as well as projections. But two, and I think the most important for many of us is know what you need to believe to get yourself to the place where you can truly know that money's money. It doesn't define you. It does not determine your success or your worth. I'm so excited that we got to chat today. I want you to be free to know, once again, that money's money, that you know how to make it, and that making it, though a process, it's not a, I want to make money and it's here tomorrow. That is a lie from the pit of hell. And I don't believe in that just quick money, make it happen sort of idea. I believe that making money takes intentional work with purpose and aligned with priorities because otherwise you burn out and I can go down that path for so long because I'm passionate about it. But know, my friends, that you know how to make money You have a community of people waiting to support you in that. Go, really, if you're getting stuck, I feel like a lot of you are going to get stuck making projections. So feel free to DM me or jump in the group and like ask your question. Let's work through this together. Have a great day. Chat soon and thrive, my friends. Thrive. Thank you so much for spending your time with me today. I really appreciate you for being a part of the movement that this show is built upon, which is liberating creatives and artists from their feast or famine cycle so that they become creatives who consistently make money doing what they love without the hustle, bustle, and burnout that has sadly become common for too many building creative businesses. You are amazing for going against the status quo and choosing to be a creative who is defined by thriving instead of how many things you have to do on your to-do list today. If you haven't 
join the movement yet, simply review the podcast on Apple Podcasts and share your review on Instagram stories. By sharing and reviewing, you are helping way more creatives learn it is possible to make consistent money doing what you love without having to constantly hustle and struggle. Together, we can change the landscape of being a creative and build the world we want for generations of creatives to come. You are such a huge part of what we are doing here, and I'm so grateful for you. I will talk to you soon.